0: Here we go, guys. We are back again. I don't know why I say that every time. It's just, you know, you get in a routine of saying things. Episode 59 with Optimal Wellness Cryo Spa. Lawrence, Kansas. This one's for you. I mean, it's for everybody. It's a podcast. Kansas City. LFK ain't that far. LFK stands for Lawrence effing Kansas for of those of you that are uninitiated. Uh, I had the owner of Optimal Wellness Cryo Spa. I was really interested in cryotherapy. You hear about the benefits of uh, freezing, just the freezing of uh, what Optimal Cryo Spa does. You guys will hear the information here. And we also have our first discount code for the podcast. Or not discount code, but discount. So listeners of the podcast, if you go out there to Lawrence to go to Optimal Wellness Cryo Spa, you're going to get like $5 off of, um, of your sessions for f- the full freeze or the leg freeze. You'll hear more about it in, the, uh, in this episode, of course. Uh, I have yet to go up there. I was going to go this weekend, but apparently they closed just for this weekend for whatever reason. So I'm going to go up there. And he said he's going to treat me for free. So I get to go in there and freeze my whole body off. I'm excited. As you, some of you guys know, I just started going to a gym. been working out. I'm kind of sore. This is supposed to be amazing for helping with soreness and inflammation and all that stuff. So I'm going to give it a try myself and see what happens. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here and showing up. I appreciate the love and the support. And... um. What else can I say? This is amazing. I love doing the podcast. I love Kansas City. I love everybody. I love you guys listening. I'm rambling again. Do I say that every intro? I'm just rambling? Because I just go off the cuff and I just go. And uh, I just got done with a three-hour podcast. So I'm a little... My brain is a little shot right now. But without any further ado, we've got Optimal wellness cryo spa I think you guys are going to like this one you guys are going to get educated and um, I know I certainly did and hopefully wherever you guys live if you don't live around Kansas hopefully you guys can find at least a cryo spa a cryotherapy spa near you and give it a whirl uh, that's it and I haven't asked you guys to do this in a while but if you guys could just rate and review subscribe all that stuff Find me on uh, Instagram, NeanderTalkPod. Email me with questions, concerns, any kind of stuff. NeanderTalkPodcast at gmail.com. I'm done selling myself. Goodbye.
1: Welcome to the NeanderTalk Podcast. Where no topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Voida soul. Thank you for coming today the po- podcast. Boom, shot, boom. Oh. All right, nice You're setup. On? Oh, you. have uh, done done well. I wasn't sure what to expect when you talked about your studio, so yeah, very nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You've you've gone uh, gone all in on this thing.
0: I have. I definitely. Uh, this is my passion, and I just wanted. Uh, yeah, that's obvious. One of my passion to come through, and especially if I'm having guests over, I want them to be comfortable. Yeah. And so I wanted to create a space that's uh, hopefully comfortable for everyone that uh, comes through. So when you had the two guys in here, how did you do that seating? Um, so I usually – I used to sit on that side, your side. But uh, right now I don't have my producer. He had to uh, quit <laughs> for professional reasons. Um, and so he would sit there and run cameras and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But And so two people would be over here – one guy over here and I would move this mic over to this spot mm-hmm. and then over here I have a spot
1: where I can put another mic and the guys okay. would sit here. So <clears> your <throat> one year anniversary when you had the two rapper guys they sat over there and you sat here?
0: hmm Okay. And then in my old studio uh, this is actually my second studio my old studio was a little bit smaller it was like in my, it was in a bedroom <laughs> and uh, I had a band in there there was about Oh boy! how many of us there's one two three four five six, maybe seven people in there wow. and they had like a big bass you know like a big bass a mm. big uh box that he played drums on uh, i think they had a fiddle and a guitar or a banjo yeah and they were all playing live and was and it worked out pretty cool
1: nice the box is the that but it's It kind of looks like a square plywood box that you bang on the side or the top. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember. It starts with a C. I can't oh, really? remember the name of it. Yeah.
0: I don't know the name of it. I'm so musically inclined or declined. What would
1: it be? Disinclined. Disinclined. <laughs> there we go.
0: Me not so good with words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but obviously you're a man of words or else you wouldn't be doing a podcast because that's what it's about. I'm a
0: man of letting other people
1: use their words and oh, I just sit back and try to yeah. let their coax genius it out flow of them. through. Yeah.
0: Cool. So, Bill, I appreciate you coming in here. You are with Optimal Wellness, Wellness and Cryo? Cryo Spa.
1: Cryo Spa. Right. That's really cool. It that's is old, cool. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is a mouthful. What the hell does it even mean? Um... Yeah, collapse right? it all. Take out the ampersand optimal wellness cryo spa, and that's our handle for all our social stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, a cryo spa, um, we call it a cryo spa because we have liquid nitrogen stuff. We have a cryo sauna, so you stand in it and you, um, we call it just colloquially freeze for up to three minutes. Up to three minutes. Is that,
0: okay, so is it like a big thing you walk in, but your head is above it? Yes. And then it's your chef. Chif- Next down kind
1: of thing it's um, these are octagonal our our brand and you walk into it and it's just a chamber Mm -hmm. and you know you can turn around there's enough room to turn around but not enough room to really dance other than (laughs) just up and down and yes it's cooled by liquid nitrogen gets down to roughly minus uh, 140 to minus 180 depending on the level. Wow. Three, up to three minutes. We don't start people at three minutes.
0: Can they go colder than that?
1: No, you don't really want to go colder. You'll see some of the machines will show unbelievably low temperatures. That's the process temperature of the liquid nitrogen coming out of the... Okay. The so
0: like when they say, like, I've heard some people say like 250 or right. something. But that yeah. that's the... Okay. That's the
1: nitrogen temperature. That's, that's not, not the air the, temperature? That's not the air temperature okay. in the cabin.
0: Okay, right, right. And so that's one, what did you say? One? Minus
1: One 140 to minus 180. Wow. Wow. That I mean, there are little digits on there, but the, that's the important thing. And your skin only gets down to about minus or about 45 degrees hmm. for three minutes.
0: What does an ice bath do? Like, what's that temperature? Do you know?
1: Usually in the 40s to 30s. Just forty degrees or thirty—it depends on. Oh yeah, because then it would be ice. Yeah, obviously. Well, you can have a slush, (laughs) but yeah, it's—it's not quite, not quite freezing. That seems, what's harder to do, like? Ice baths, way harder It's to gotta do. be harder. Ice baths, and considering that, if you want the benefit from an ice bath, you have to be in it 20, 10, 20 minutes. 20 minutes? I was 20 thinking minute. 10, 20? No, 10, most people don't last that long. I don't think Maybe. I could, I've never done it. Most people don't, they ask, I ask athletes when they come in, hey, how long do you spend the ice bath? Like 10, that's it. 10? Yeah, 20 minutes is what you're supposed to get. And really, there are two way different um, modalities. Uh, Ice bath is mostly just pain relief. You do get a little bit of uh, way under the water. You get a little bit of compression uh, from the water. But the cryo is much different because it triggers vasoconstriction. Your body thinks it's freezing, and so it shuts off the blood supply and cranks everything in from the periphery into the core because it says I've got to protect my my body and my core functions. Mm -hmm. And when you get out, It says, oh, I'm not freezing to death after all. And so the vasodilation happens. so all that that went to the core got oxygenated, picked up growth factors, and then it goes out to your limbs. So um, it gets rid of inflammation. um, Does it target certain spots at all immediately or does it just go? No, it's a whole body thing. We do have a... We have a local cryo thing, liquid nitrogen with a wand, uh-huh. and we do all sorts of things with that. Like uh, today, we've got somebody coming in that's got arthritis in their hip, and they get that local cryo done on their hip. Uh, once again, uh, about forty-five degrees on the skin temp, so we work on it for until we get it down to there. And he says he has relief for about three days from really, yeah, no pain meds. So three days really? of relief on his. Uh, this, yeah,
0: this, that's probably the big selling point right there is the more you do this, the less pain meds you would be on, right? Right. That's got to be the big
1: thing. Yeah, that's big. Uh, Over time, it does. <coughs> um, call, it's called down-regulating inflammation pathways. So if you've got pathways that are up higher, you know, uh, more than they should be, this will bring them back down to a normal level. Um, so that's what that and That's basically
0: this is. is all your body doing this i mean yeah th- but this is just stimulating it
1: yes like it's the cold stimulating stimulates your body it? yeah and it does more too so the cold stimulates collagen project production in your skin it gives you a big endorphin rush so you get a big runner's high when you get out of the tank really yeah your body says like you know oh i escaped this uh, dire consequence and so you you typically right. get an endorphin rush
0: wow um, there you go people who don't like to run but you want that runner's high you cheaters right. you cheaters <laughs> out there i earn i've earned my runner's high you earn it in the tank uh, yeah yeah do you
1: yeah i mean it's it ain't earned like running my so i characterize myself um as being a whiny biatch in the cold <laughs> i've got pictures of me crying in the snow when really? i'm a kid just because i didn't like well, you're from didn't Texas, like, the, though, right? didn't like the cold yeah that makes sense and i, I found that Doing cry over time has way increased my cold tolerance. Oh, nice! And you know, it just doesn't bother me as much anymore. Right. And so there's that benefit, which I've never heard anybody else talk about. But that's yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not anything that you anybody can't handle. Right. To, to tell you the truth, the only people that have bailed on a session mm. have been uh, middle aged guys. <laughs> Women have never bailed out of any session that
0: we've ever... I, I think we all know, We most of us won't admit it, but we all
1: know women are tougher than men. I will definitely admit it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Right. And I've, I have proof from just that seeing so many people in the cryo sauna. Really? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I could see a lot
0: of middle-aged dudes kind of talking a lot of shit and then jumping in there
1: and being... Yeah. So we start people out on level one, which is a minus 140, and usually two minutes. And this guy's like, oh, you had never done it before. Oh, I got to go, you know, got to go at least level two. Yeah, level two, man, I'll make three minutes. He was out at a minute and a half. At level one? At, at level, yeah, at level yeah. one. Because <laughs> we wouldn't do it on level two really? for a first timer. No, we, it's, you want you want to get the benefit. So the right. difference between not a game, one and two, really. it's not a game, it's not a contest. Right. Um, they Typically, they say that level three for three minutes is mostly for, for professional athletes. Okay. So um, we don't typically do that for somebody unless they've been doing it for a good long while. And then, you know, we're happy to back it off. It's Once again, mm-hmm. the difference between, you know, 10, 20 degrees is not really huge in the... Total scheme of things, yeah,
0: yeah. I need to get up there and try that. I know you told me I can come up there, so now that yeah, absolutely I'm doing this. I do. I like the cold. Cool. I I'm a whiny bitch when it comes to the heat. I can't do the heat. I just I I I can't stand it. Uh, and I'm a mailman. Yeah. Well, this will beat the heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, temporarily, right? Yeah. 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 I I just I want to do it. Um, for for multiple reasons, um, I have two bulging discs in my lower back. Yeah, this will help that. I'm curious if it does. I, I've heard a million people say this will help, this will help, this will help, and very little really helps. And so this, I definitely do. You want do to... the inversion table? No, I do want to try that, dude. You got to. Yeah, I've people. I've heard mixed things about that, but I think mainly good things.
1: In a previous life, I flew fighters and oh, really so i had a uh, at one point I had a bulging disc in my neck, and so that inversion thing was money
0: really for your neck you
1: yeah, the for, upside down one yes, upside down
0: Have you seen the one that you hang by your head? There's hang- one now that that you it's there's like this <sighs> trap that you put up like on your head and then you hang it in the doorway and you kind of crank it. And it stretches that out, it's like the same thing, except for not upside down so over your neck.
1: I have one of those as well, but it uses a water bag for the weight, so you put your head in a harness and you hang the weight on the other end of the pulley, <laughs> and so you can adjust the weight uh-huh yeah, Wow, that was really nice though that uh that was another thing that I use that helped that neck thing a lot.
0: Yeah. All right. Inversion table. Inversion table cryotherapy. for you.
1: Cryotherapy. Yeah. Um, uh, for the mailman part, um, the mail carrier, you'd love the Norma-tech. It's sequential compression. Uh, it's uh, like five blood pressure cuffs that you put on your legs. They're boots. Mm-hmm. They come up to your, your uh, groin, mm-hmm. and they go cycle through the five uh, chambers. Okay and it pushes the fluid out there so it facilitates uh lymph and drainage the it's so good that there are two of the tour de france bike teams that are traveling with this norma they put them on once they get in the bus and they wear them the whole time that they're transiting is that
0: something anybody can get or is that
1: yeah anybody can get it but you can get it in our in our spa for okay. You know, really cheap.
0: Well, that's so what I mean. Is like, what, what I mean? Can anybody get it? is that like an affordable thing people can Absolutely. get? Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Huh? There's the, so many different. The sleeves themselves are kind of expensive, but yeah, you know, yeah. We, our whole goal is to make professional level recovery available to the regular guy, because right. it works for them too. Actually, it might even work better for the common guy, because they're not getting all the <laughs> rest of the attention that the right. pro athletes get.
0: Yeah. And if they do something it's probably harder for them to recover. Yeah, that's how I, I got th- into
1: it. I I ruptured my pectin and lifting weights and I couldn't work and I dedicated myself to studying what would the the pro level athlete do mm-hmm. to recover. So I just poured myself into it and then I thought, you know, we can we can bring this to to regular mm-hmm. people. It doesn't have to be just in the you know, for pros or for D one college athletes. We can bring this to regular people, so that's how we got started.
0: Just by find, how did you find out about cryo stuff? Just Googling stuff,
1: just looking at recovery. You know, they recovery were doing like the day.
0: athletes were already into this kind of thing. I have
1: a list that you wouldn't believe of all the colleges and professional teams really? that use cryo. Really, almost every single English prof- or European professional league soccer star mm-hmm. get does cryo. Either the team owns it. Uh, some of the players own their own. Oh, really? Yeah, lunch money for some. How yeah, they're of those making guys. so
0: much money over there; yeah. they can afford that stuff. Right? Like well, they're like the highest-paid athletes in the world are the yeah. soccer players. LeBron owns
1: his own cryo sauna. I'm sure he owns his own everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has it in his house. But there, are, you know, there are a bunch of teams that do it. Right. It's uh, very, very common. Huh. The Washington Redskins just announced a big recovery center that they have for their athletes that that has one of the things is cryo and they've got normatec and they've got uh red light therapy and all sorts of stuff i
0: saw that the other day
1: that red light thing it works it's scientific yeah yeah i'm all about science yeah that's another thing i used on my shoulder for recovery was the red light yeah it stimulates the mitochondria in the in the tissues and so they heal faster wow it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's stuff. all
0: cool. I, I guess sauna is really good, too.
1: Yeah, we have an infrared sauna. Uh, there's a Finnish study that came out not too long ago, mm-hmm. where it took middle aged men and uh, tracked their sauna usage. And for those that were in the sauna four times a week, there was a 40% reduction in all cause mortality. Yeah, so all just from getting hot, just from getting hot for 30 minutes.
0: 30 minutes. Now, is that something was that like you do that once a week, every day, every once a month, like you what, can do it every
1: day if you want. But
0: like, what? how do you get the most benefits from, from all of these different things? Like
1: I, I love the sauna.
0: Like what's the minimum of what's all these the minimum, minimum you can effective. do to get, yeah. Minimum to get, you know, cause if someone's like, they want to do this, but they don't have a ton of money, but they have enough they can prop like, what would be the minimum? And then what's the maximum? What's the minimum someone can spend to get, benefit like the benefits that would be worth their money and then what's the maximum that's like you know the gold package where you get it all and you're like you know you're going to be living for an extra 30 years <laughs>
1: um, the, the longevity part <laughs> i don't know that we can uh necessarily. quality
0: health what, how low, qual, well bit, it is of. about
1: health span and not about lifespan right so quality of life i guess yeah if, I, if uh i were advising someone i would say you start out doing cryo a couple times a week uh, for the first three weeks and then once a week thereafter or, okay. you know, whenever you were doing something that was uh, particularly, you know, crazy or, you know, depending on what you were doing, what your activity I gotcha. was. Um, if you maybe needed a real recovery day sauna, um, obviously four times a week would be great, but, you know, even doing it just once a week was beneficial. Okay, And, uh, you know, say you went out and... You know, party it or whatever and then treat yourself right. You definitely want to get in the sauna the next day. Oh, with, really? With a bunch of water. Oh, yeah. It's really good for that. Oh, wow. Um, it's it's an excellent detox. A lot of people that have undergone chemotherapy come and oh, yeah? do infrared sauna. And those, uh, our sauna's made right here and well, the company's in KC. Heck, yeah. It's sunlight. Oh, cool. So,
0: so you're doing locals, getting yeah, support local, local stuff, too. So. Speaking yeah. of local... I mean, you're talking about all these teams. Are you going to try and work with the Chiefs or do that? They, do they no, already have I a think guide? they
1: already do. the The Royals, most of these teams buy their own. Okay. So, the Royals own their own. Mizzou owns two. Oh wow! So, um, the big sports teams usually own. Yeah, their I guess own. that makes sense. They might have even gotten a better deal than I. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, you know, work for the promotion, right? And that kind of thing. So. So.
0: Are you seeing like a lot of everyday like gym people, like ath like regular athletes? We like see
1: a lot of high schoolers. We see uh, some college athletes. We see the weekend warriors. You're, you're in, so you're
0: in Lawrence. We're in Lawrence. So yes. you're right
1: there with KU, right? And probably yeah. a lot of we affluent. S- we see some of them, you know, right? Uh, we see um, really from you know, I would say from 16 to 80 ish. People. Really? Yeah, because we have a lot of older people that come in that you know have arthritis or mm-hmm. have have inflammation issues, and they're looking for some relief. They are understanding that, hey, I've you know if I'm going to keep this health span and be able to move, then I've got to do the recovery stuff. And wow, how gone. are they finding out
0: that this exists? Like, not a whole lot of 80-year-olds I know are surfing the Internet. And they're, they're not h- surfing the and, Internet. You know what I mean? And yeah. hip to this kind of thing.
1: They find out either from friends. I mean, we, you know, we try to get around town and talk to people. Yeah. Uh, but it is mostly word of mouth with them. Right. Um, yeah, it is difficult to reach those folks. But You, you
0: should know. go to, like, different nursing homes and stuff and do, like, i don't know maybe little speeches or talks like yeah
1: well we do things like appear on podcasts i have i have done some talks we have a a weekly or not a weekly but a monthly wellness uh, seminar that we have like Mm -hmm. uh, last saturday we brought in a guy that's got a local cbd shop and he spoke for about about 40 minutes dustin hothan okay He's a registered pharmacist, so I thought that was pretty cool. He's Neat. not just a salesperson. Right. He knows the chemistry and all the rest of it, so uh, pretty cool.
0: I was going to kind of say, I wonder if if you guys, that would be kind of like a perfect marriage, kind of cryo and CBD combination, right? If you're a believer in CBD and it's kind of...
1: It's anti-inflammatory. Th- more science, you know. Right. It's definitely there. It's uh, Right now, the laws are just so weird and changing and all over the map That's uh,
0: the cbd is legal everywhere
1: see C- oh, i don't know that it's legal everywhere
0: even kansas
1: well that's because the farmers are growing hemp like crazy now because mm-hmm. they can sell the flowers to make the cbd oil mm-hmm. um interesting trivia fact what is the difference between um hemp and cannabis nothing just an arbitrary thc level
0: yeah Yeah Kind of crazy It is crazy That's why they're both outlawed They didn't even know what they were outlawing when they outlawed They thought they were outlawing hemp They didn't know they were outlawing the marijuana plant as well The cannabis plant as well Why do you think they did that? Well that that goes back to um, DuPont And uh, gosh darn it The guy that had all the newspapers Shit Citizen Kane This movie Citizen Kane was about him Gosh darn it Why am I blanking on the name?
1: I'll think of it. On, uh, uh, it was Hurst.
0: Yes, 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 yes. R- William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, he uh, just prop you know, propagandized. Uh, you know, this can He had all these paper mills, and was using wood to make paper, and he had all these timber yards and stuff. Well, along came this machine to break down hemp and make it much easier, and more efficient to make paper. Well, he was gonna and gonna lose billions of dollars, and so he started. You know, doing propaganda Because he owned all of the newspapers across the country Hey, this, uh, there's this thing called marijuana And uh, black people in Mexican are raping white women When they smoke this stuff And right. it makes you go crazy So we need to make it illegal yeah. Meanwhile, Congress didn't know all the science behind it And thought they were outlawing that When they were also outlawing the, the non-psychoactive plant as well
1: 1937 Marijuana Tax Act Yeah The reason why it's called marijuana Is was anti-immigrant Yeah Program, yeah, lovely, yeah, right, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: uh, it's You've got it lobbied into a Schedule One narcotic, which means there's no redeeming medical value. We can't study it, which we know is wrong. Right? Yeah, it's slowly Pretty crazy.
0: It's slowly, it's slowly coming around. Slowly. I mean, we're yeah. making progress. Yeah. Got long ways to go. Long ways to go. But it's a hiccup in human history. I mean, you know, we think about how long it's been used with humans you know since we've been around just up until i don't know 100 years ago i guess they kind of probably less than 100 years ago
1: yeah i think it'll happen and all those things are important i mean mm-hmm. it's you know the inflammation thing is super important that's super important for aging that's mostly what we're trying to alleviate is inflammation right with all these things there are other side benefits as well but mm-hmm. most of the aging issues and recovery issues are inflammation mm-hmm. it's inflammation after lifting that uh, helps you at first and then starts to hurt things when the fluid oh, doesn't yeah. move fast enough so you were a fighter pilot I was for what branch? in the Marines okay what kind of? flu phantoms F4s cool a big sp- semi-smoky loud airplane
0: wow that's cool. Where Did you have to go over to golf? Do anything no, like no. I got
1: out before then. I, I got oh, wow. out in uh, 1988. Oh, wow. So wow. I did not do golf. So I, did you just have
0: fun? My Were you biggest t-
1: claim to fame was uh, sitting alert in Key West for um, Grenada.
0: Okay. So you just had fun flying, huh? Was it fun?
1: Fun. A lot of work. A lot of study. Um... Honing your craft, it's not, it's, you know, it's a workout, pulling G's and, you know, that kind of stuff. How many G's could you pull? Um, Depending on the weight of the airplane, up to about seven and a half.
0: You yourself can do that? What what could, like, the normal person, like, if I were to go up in there, what would I, like, pass out at, two? Uh,
1: No, probably not two. Um, Probably I don't know. Kind of depends on what you've been doing. If you yeah. lift a lot, you've got a lot more vaso stricture. If you <laughs> run and do endurance stuff, you're more likely to have um, issues with uh, G loss of consciousness, G lock. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah, four, four and a half. I think a lot of people start to go. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. That'd be we so would, fun. We would. uh, They taught us special um, restraining maneuvers and tenses, and you know. Yeah, stuff to try to combat that. We also work Hook, a
0: hooking thing. A hootja, jaw Is that something?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not exactly like that, but yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, all those things are G lock um, countermeasures. We also had a what we called a G suit, which was a um, pair of basically pants that had bladders and inflated as the G's mounted okay. so it would squeeze your stomach um, and your legs Oh wow. and to keep the the blood from pooling in your legs from the oh, wow. g-forces wow
0: i had no idea i just thought they were just regular suit my dad was in the uh air force and he was a he flew in the b-52s so i would see him in his flight suit but right. it wasn't anything like the jet pilot ones i guess
1: yeah and if you look at the pictures and you see the the hose that's hanging down yeah. off to the side—that's the hose that you plug into the airplane for the G suit.
0: Okay, boy, that'd
1: be so fun.
0: All right, here's a, here's a question. Got it. How? Uh, oh, how long were you in for? Like, how how long did you get to fly
1: for? I was in for eight and a half years, and I flew from eighty eighty one to
0: eighty eight. Wow, seven years of flying. Is the world round or flat?
1: It's <laughs> It's, it's round. Didn't get usually get up that high, but it's definitely round.
0: It's so funny. I have my producer that I used to work with. He he's a flat earther one hundred percent. One hundred percent like he's not kidding. He actually thinks it's
1: flat. I grew up in the same subdivision that about six or seven astronauts lived in. So yeah, you see their pictures and such. And it's like, <laughs> nah, it's not flat.
0: So funny. All right. Um. So lately, there's been some alien talk. You ever see anything weird or strange? I'm not saying aliens, lies, but is there, you know, stuff have been lately? There's been like these things on radar that's popped up lately, that was kind of weird, like a tic tac looking thing. And you hear pi- some pilots have stories that they they're like, I don't know what it is, but something weird. Have you ever had any uh weird? You ever seen anything that's like, huh, that's kind of funny. What's that doing here?
1: Um. Not particularly. Most of the stuff was had an explanation. Yeah. Depends on where you're flying. Sometimes if you were flying where they do experimental stuff, you n- you never know and you might not get yeah. an explanation. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. <clears throat> but mostly, no. No. Mostly everything's explainable.
0: Did you know anybody? Did it, any of your pilot friends have any? Uh, you guys just drinking some beer, hanging out, just... You know, I'm not asking you to say any names. But no, you no. Know, just hanging out and got guys, guys. You will not believe this. Don't tell anybody. But I was up there and I saw this fuck, crazy thing, and it was bouncing all around. Just nobody. Sorry. No.
1: No. <laughs> I had to ask. Why not? Boring. Yeah, I guess it's not boring. There's nothing boring about that. No, boring that I don't have a story. For no,
0: it. it's it's. I I wouldn't expect you to. But you never, you have to ask, how often do you get to talk to a guy that spent that much time in the air? And with all the stuff in the news lately.
1: That's true. Um, You know, there might be things that we can't explain. I'm not saying there's not. I'm just saying that I haven't experienced any of them. Yeah. Hardly ever say never.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Me neither. I did see something weird less than a year ago falling out of the sky, but it wasn't, it was probably just a meteor. But it did, it was, it was weird, weird time of day, weird, but it wasn't anything
1: that I would say, I don't know. Seeing a meteor shower in the 30,000s of feet is pretty impressive. Oh, wow. That'd be beautiful. It's pretty cool. And
0: you can't capture it. That's just something you get to experience, huh?
1: It's difficult taking pictures. Right. Especially back then, you just had, what, a Polaroid? (laughs) Well, yeah. 35 millimeter cameras i'm not that old dude um but well yeah, yeah. polaroid <laughs> didn't have um uh, you don't look that old i didn't have a the hell out of didn't me. have a a very good aperture not very many camera controls so it would yeah. be really difficult but when you're inside of the, the plexiglass you get all sorts of reflections and right. things so it's really difficult mm-hmm. um i actually have a lens skirt that you can use for that kind of thing that goes o- over the lens and comes out in little suction cups. And oh, you can put you. Uh, so for example, I'm in a hotel room and I want to take so- a picture of something out there to keep from getting a reflection off the glass in the hotel room. I put this lens skirt up oh. and put it in there and it's black and it cuts out all the light from inside. So okay. get reflection. it's kind of cool. It's
0: a pretty cool little thing. How did you go from, uh, from fighting jets into how how long I don't know what did you do after that because now I mean you're like the super smart dude that's doing cryo like what was the uh...
1: I went to the airlines okay yeah
0: well it has fly, a lot of fly for the airlines people do
1: yeah so and then you know I got hurt two years ago uh, we opened so we're coming up on our two year anniversary that injury
0: that's, that was the in- injury injury injury, injury your was three injury. years ago three years and ago and that's the
1: thing that kind of spawned this whole thing yes
0: wow really that's crazy
1: i started talking to people and like i said i couldn't work so i had to do something to occupy my mind and i said hey can i go walk and they said yeah slowly (laughs) so you know you can only do that for so long right so i just dedicated myself to researching you You tore a pec muscle is that what it was i actually ruptured the tendon the tendon came off of the bone Gosh. I've, got, I've got two little titanium uh, thumbtack looking things oh. in my in my upper arm bone, the humerus, that they lassoed the oh tendon my gosh. and they lash it down like a sailboat sail.
0: What did that feel like when that when that happened? Were you I imagine you're pushing your pushing, pushing
1: a bar? Pushing a bar.
0: Oh my god. Did it fall on you and you just big pop? Did you I, have a spotter?
1: I, I, I had a spotter. Whew.
0: Ooh. Ooh, that's yeah, why you have still, a spotter.
1: You know, still kick, you know, oh. at one side. Did it
0: hurt? Did you scream? Were you like what happened what is that like well, i heard the pop and it's oh. like uh, oh my gosh it popped you heard, like, could hear it everybody in the gym heard it are you kidding me no holy shit um so i'm turning white right now
1: just it thinking fe- about <laughs> it felt like somebody hit me in the chest with a baseball bat oh wow and uh, so i knew mm. i'd done something so i grabbed a couple of they had a couple of sodas in the refrigerator got a, grabbed a couple of sodas and just put it on there right away and uh it was and some duct tape you're just missing some duct tape yeah like like all injuries like this right. it was friday afternoon at uh 3 uh-huh. you know trying to find a doctor or somebody to talk to right. you. it's like what do i need to do i would have gone straight to the er and um I, I did one of those doctor on call things and She's like, well, yeah, you probably uh, had a have a tendon problem, and um, definitely need to go see a doctor. And God, so dog. I did eventually, and then I uh, eventually got an MRI, like Monday or Tuesday, and you know was off to the Were basis. you in pain that whole time? The, it sounds like agony. Well, it was super swollen, and gradually had you know black and blue and yellow oh, and everything gosh. else down to the middle of my forearm I'd be and, and all all the left side of my chest so it was pretty crazy and oh. then obviously if you don't have your pec muscle you can't really lift your arm this way very well so that um that was pretty wild so oh. I did have did have the surgery had, had a good result um the surgery and the rehab were a lot more painful than the injury really kind of a funny story uh, on my first checkup with the doctor um, you know they come and sign the spot where they're going to do the surgery right you know that's the protocol so that they know and they've signed it and it's i've never had surgery okay keep them from doing the wrong wrong limb or something okay so he he takes the little sharpie and signs my shoulder right there where he's gonna do that and so on the follow up, I said, "Hey, hey, doc, can I see your hand that you signed, you know, before the surgery?" Said, he says, "Yeah, but why?" I said, "I just wanted to see what it was about your hand because it sure made my shoulder hurt quite a bit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that and the, the rehab, shoulder rehab's pretty bad because you start with just sliding your hand up the wall to stretch everything out, and just it's, hmm. it's it doesn't feel good. I don't recommend it. It's not a good. Thing. <laughs> yeah, bet not. But that is how I got started because uh, all the research, and I asked some, you know, some well-known th- physical therapists that I got a chance to talk to. Hey, what would you do? And you know, what does the, you know, what does the high-level athlete do? Because mm-hmm. all of it's applicable on the way down. Just, be, just because they're at a high level of athletic performance doesn't mean. Well, that, yeah. That, do that the best. W- do what
0: the best is doing. They,
1: they respond any differently. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes a hundred percent, yeah, sense.
1: So that's that's how I got into it.
0: Wow, that's crazy! Wow, something at least something beautiful came of such a you know, awful injury. Yeah, that's crazy how many things it started out like that. There's a CBD guy around here, a CBD American shaman, and he's got uh, a pretty cool story to like his uncle that was like a dad to him mm-hmm. got uh got like diagnosed with like stage three or four cancer and he just wanted to do something to help out whatever he could and he was just researching everything and he, he at first he laughed at CBD and just I'm not that's what is that's ridiculous I'm, I'm not even thinking about that went through everything nothing was working and he's like well let me just go back to this CBD stuff and then you know started his company because it worked out of something you know I'm not going to say yours is tragic but it's kind of tragic not mm-hmm. as tragic as maybe a crazy whatever not comparing it, but it's just cool to see a story be built from something. That you gotta go. I'm good. All right, sorry. Um, wow. So, what you were? Were you flying? You were in the airlines up until s- starting this, or I s- like, I still How do you... f- I still fly? Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. You're just a hustler.
1: Look at you. How do you do it? Um. Just do it. You just do it every day. I'm shuffling. You know. You really are. <laughs> is that
0: just kind of like part of the military? I don't think brain, so. Just I d- built, instilled that. I think no? it's.
1: I think it's just me. Who you are I like doing stuff. It's uh, challenging running a business. I bet it is. I'm, I enjoy the challenge. Um, it's a different kind of challenge. Um, I like helping people. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're all about: is you know helping people, helping people feel better, perform better. Right. So.
0: That's really cool. Man, that's a beautiful thing.
1: I'm proud of it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like what we're doing. You know, I like that we, you know, we can help people recover on the backside. Actually, cryo gives a, within 36 hours, gives a up to 10% boost in your performance. So you'll actually perform better if you do that before a contest.
0: Oh, really? I was wondering, because I, uh, I'm a, I'm a big bow hunter and, like, I do it you know, by myself, and I hike a whole bunch of weight all the way back, pretty far back in the woods, and it's just, it's it's pretty strenuous activity. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, would that be something you would do before, or, I mean, I guess you would do it after, but if you do it beforehand, is that going to make me a little bit, you know, more, I guess, better to go at it? Maybe. Yeah?
1: I don't know. It's a little bit of endurance. It might not be quite, but at any rate, you'll reduce your inflammation so right. you'll obviously perform better you know how much of a difference that'll make in your fine motor skills with aiming your bow well or i just mean it's a, as
0: far as the, the activity of hiking all my shit back there and then having to haul a dead animal two miles through right i don't know i don't know whether you'd feel it or not it mean, yeah.
1: definitely would be better but
0: yeah so do you have uh plans of trying to expand or well, are you just kind of keeping it in Lawrence, or do you want to hopefully open towards more Kansas City or more Kansas? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, do do you have plans
1: of growth? Um, like, Kansas growth. I'm talking with any, some other people about uh, some other opportunities that we might have. So, uh, we're looking at some stuff. So, there would be some other locations. But is it like a gym membership? Not, like, not ready to
0: disclose any details okay. right now. But soon. But you do have hopefully, like you know, dreams of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, we're in discussions with people, and no, I don't think so. I don't need to be a billionaire. Yeah. Nah, it's overrated.
0: Probably is. More money, more problems.
1: Yeah, there's that.
0: What is your uh, thoughts on cryogenics?
1: Well, that's a whole different thing that I didn't really (laughs) look at. Uh, We do get asked that question a bunch. Um, (laughs) I think that the science is ultra shaky around that. Yeah. So... um, yeah, I don't know anybody that wants to volunteer to be the next Ted Williams and have their head, head f- used as a, a head baseball, f- a head frozen. But yeah, it's a completely different thing. We're not trying to freeze people at all. Um, right. In fact, that means we haven't done our proper safety protocol. But the but the interlocks with the machine and everything else, uh, our machine's ultra safe, so it it wouldn't be an issue.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask, kind of, is there any
1: people that it's not safe for? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Who definitely? So if you have an open wound, you've had a recent tattoo that's not healed, um, if you are pregnant, oh, um, there's, well, cer- yeah. there's oh. certain um, endocrine conditions that are that <clears throat> contraindicate doing cryo. But you probably could do an infrared sauna, mm-hmm. like uh, Raynaud's, where people get cold. It's a it's a thermoregulating syndrome. And We have somebody that. Wanted to do cryo, but she had Raynauds. But she does the infrared sauna, and that helps her a lot. So,
0: right, what kind of like open store Like, is there a small? Like, is there a size where it's like, all right, that's too big, or can you have like a small couple little cuts?
1: I think. I a, mean, is that just gonna hurt it? Couple or it little gonna, cuts. You well, you, have, burn? you like, have or you know, uh, we, you're wearing gloves. Okay. You're wearing socks. You're wearing booties. Guys are wearing shorts. So yeah, the stuff is covered. Okay. Um If you have any piercings you know below the neck mm-hmm. and those need to be covered in some fashion yeah. um so there's that uh, we have people get in with uh, artificial knees it's not a problem because it's covered by skin
0: huh. um,
1: for me my elbows tend to get cold so i take my gloves and usually put them over my elbow that was my phone uh-oh
0: four look out
1: bounce check good <laughs> so yeah
0: that's awesome. You're you're like super science minded, huh? Have I, you always been like that? I
1: have. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm very science oriented. I have an engineering degree, um a minor in chemistry. Um yeah, I just get into the wow. the engineering stuff. I try not to overwhelm or bore people. I have to be careful about too much information. So.
0: Really? How come people just get bored with it?
1: Um I had to learn that everybody doesn't want to know all the nitty-gritty details. And so I've got a little bullet point thing that I do okay. for cryo. Like, um, you know, the endorphins builds collagen in your skin, reduces inflammation, helps you sleep gotcha. better. You know, burns a few calories, um, down-regulates. Well, that's it, where people start to lose it is when I say down-regulates inflammation pathways. But it's – I just say it helps your inflammation over time. It also builds uh, – uh, they're heat shock and cold shock proteins that right. are brain protective. Yeah, um, both the the cryo sauna and the infrared sauna uh, generate heat and cold shock proteins that mm-hmm. help the proteins fold correctly in your brain, so it's neuroprotective, less likely to get clumping. Does that
0: help out with? Uh, do they have science behind that, and what that what that means, on what it can prevent or help you out, or what is the? They're
1: studying it. Okay. Yeah, you know, the some of the. Veterans are doing some of the stuff. The guys that have had traumatic brain injuries they are mm. studying, you know, whether you know how well these help, if they help okay. uh, very much. And usually, that's post injury. Yeah. But, but um, there's no, there's not going to be a money, any money for a study about whether uh, a sauna helps any kind of neurodegenerative disease. There
0: won't be money for that. I doubt it. Not for it. Now, there's no here. drug
1: in it. It's it's too inexpensive. <sighs> Sorry.
0: Yeah? You re, Do you think that's a lot of... I think
1: that's a lot of it because that's where most of the study comes from is from drug companies. About, Look at about what drug companies are trying to do with CBD. They want to...
0: What are they doing with, with CBD? I, I haven't paid attention what the drug companies are they doing.
1: Wanna, they want to sell drugs, and so they're trying to keep it from being... You know, legal And, and oh, I, they, I think it's I think it's pointless because I don't think it's going to happen. But they would love to have a blockbuster drug that you could take in their little pills. And, you know, I'm sorry, it sounds super cynical, but
0: it's cynical. But I mean,
1: doesn't mean it's it, not true. No, it's <laughs> I mean,
0: you, you, it has to be true. It makes sense when you see who is against these different drug companies and, and all that kind of, you know, it, it, who's against natural
1: Right. Natural pathways and and who can sell and do op- opioids and all that uh-huh. stuff for so long and make billions of dollars and and nothing ever comes from it. I mm-hmm. mean, the worst thing that's happening to the that whole Purdue thing is the families are yelling at each other now and yeah. filing lawsuits and stuff. But you know, not nothing def- real. Def- the fines are just a slap on the wrist. Yeah,
0: when they're billionaires. Billionaires, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a special place for them after they die. Yeah,
1: so we, you know, we touch on a lot of wellness stuff, and I get a lot of wealth, wellness information, mm-hmm. and, and I enjoy that. But I try not to bore people or overwhelm people. People, mostly, yeah. a lot of people want to just feel better or know that they're doing the right thing. Yeah, or you know, I'm doing the right things to help myself.
0: Is a lot of this act like science based, or is a lot of it anecdotal?
1: Or is it there are studies um that show that uh, people recover better with cryo. They did some with tennis players and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think you you know, you can get all wrapped up in the science part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think the one of the best things to look at is look at how many people have adopted it and use it and continue to use it mm-hmm. and p- most professional athletes won't continue to do something that's not working for right. them. Right. And as I said earlier at the beginning, the list, even from like Dr. James Andrews, the guy that does oh, the Tommy does all, yeah, stuff, yeah. his clinic has a cryo machine. Dr. Andrews is not going to risk his reputation right. and his m- you know mega million dollar practice on woo woo. Yeah, on woo woo and garbage stuff. Right. I think that's a mm-hmm. you know that's a big deal, and the, you know some of the. Like the guy that's playing in the Wimbledon finals, Djokovic, has been doing cryo for like 10 years. It's been... Oh, it's been around that long? has been around a long time. started in 1978. There was a Japanese doctor that was trying desperately to help his rheumatoid arthritis patients. Really? And he came upon... that. He knew that cold help, and it, he knew that yeah. the ice baths weren't really doing it. It was just pain relief for... That's all it did, and so it didn't really help with anything. So he thought, you know, he's thinking about you know what he could do and he came up with this cryo machine so it started in 78 so he thought
0: cold's good but even colder would be better right just an extremist
1: kind of dude well he was trying to you don't get vasoconstriction in an ice bath okay but you do when you're in extreme cold you get vasoconstriction i don't know how he made that connection Hmm. but somehow he made that connection and he said you know if we get vasoconstriction that's going to squeeze the inflammation out of the areas and so these people will get relief because it's the inflammation and wow. arthritis that causes the pain and, <laughs> and the damage it's that stuff's not moving out and so it starts to attack the joint
0: wow so it's, this is brand new 50 years 40 40
1: years yeah wow kind of new that is but fun. the liquid ni- nitrogen technology hasn't really been you know the cryosurgery and the rest of that stuff and, right hasn't really been around the whole ni- liquid nitrogen yeah. uh, capability wow. hasn't um they used it for you know things you know telephone mm-hmm. lines and stuff like that right. to keep the gas out but they weren't using the coal part of it they were just using it as an inert gas
0: huh. wonder how good uh how long an eskimo could handle the cryo Thing for their first time.
1: I, I doubt it would be an issue.
0: Yeah, right. They could probably go forever. Right. I don't think they can even get frostbite, can they? They can. Oh yeah, now everybody can get frostbite. <laughs> I mean, to a point, but I think they're a lot less susceptible susceptible to it than. That's about
1: circulation and yeah. tissue freezing, which is uh, quite physic related. So there are limits to your physical uh, abilities to withstand cold, just because.
0: So there's is there really there's no danger with yours like f- there's no average danger like anyone can just go in there and there's like no danger behind any kind of frostbite or as long as you as long as you can handle it
1: as so as long as you don't have one of the conditions that's Uh excluding right and you can't have uh, lotion on your skin no lotion because that traps moisture and then you can't be sweaty because that would freeze Cause that would freeze but as, as long as you meet all those things then it's perfectly safe you know we check you over before you get in mm-hmm. uh, you make sure you got your socks your booties your gloves um, guys have the shorts on um, you get in we have uh, you turn around the whole time so we're watching you that's part of our safety protocol okay we usually talk to people unless they don't want us to talk to talk to them during the session and then there's an interlock on the machine that you can't get to from the inside that the operator has to touch every 30 seconds to keep the machine going or else it'll quit. Oh, wow. So, and there's also an emergency stop button that's right there at that panel, so you can cut it off right away. If you ever open the door while the session's going on, it immediately stops. So we have quite a safety protocol mm-hmm. and a safe program.
0: Yeah, and I'm, we use I'm sure, yeah, all that stuff kinda, there was a tragic accident a few years ago, right, with that young lady that, Was using a machine by yourself? By yourself, which is... Stupid.
1: Well, it's impossible for our machine. You can't do it yourself. Right. You just wouldn't be able to do it. It's not physically possible. Yeah. So, yes, you're never supposed to do it by yourself. (laughs) That's Um, silly. You're never supposed to go more than three minutes. You can go three minutes, but then come back. uh, You have to wait four hours. That's another thing, a difference between ice bath and a cryo session Mm -hmm. is just as soon as you get warm up back to your normal temperature you can go out and perform do whatever you want to after an ice bath you're not supposed to do anything for anything physical for about 12 hours
0: really yeah i had no idea
1: that just shows you
0: i never did i was an athlete but i never did the uh i never did the ice bath or anything like that you're
1: you're still an athlete brother (laughs) i
0: kind (laughs) of i run i work out a little bit
1: everyone is an athlete in the game of life
0: yeah you're right about that it's a mean sport
1: yes life is a is a mean sport yeah it is it's got lots of bumps and bruises yeah so it's a contact sport absolutely (laughs) so after you get done with your mail run or your uh stalking the beasts in the wilderness and come back and do the normatec i i like to ride my bicycle so when i get off of a, a 40 to 60 mile ride i come and put the normatec sleeves on and just like the professional bike riders, and it makes a huge difference.
0: I'll do that. I've, like I said, I've, I've been running a lot, and I'm, I'm, I have ambitions of doing a marathon. And I, I'm hoping my back will let me do it because I ran. I've been running. I'm up to eight miles now, and my back feels it the next couple of days. It's like ah, so I don't know that I can do a full marathon. I know I can do a half for sure. So,
1: the. Issue probably wouldn't be getting through. It would be the time and it would be can you stand the pain?
0: Of the marathon of the running? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's mental, right? And then you
1: definitely want to come see us. Immediately, immediately just drive straight out there. I'll have to I'll have to look for a marathon that's in Lawrence. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to sit in the car for uh, half an hour. Have somebody drive Someone you, would have to drive lie me. Down, I'd li- lie down in yeah, the back just, seat. I'm going to have someone with their,
0: a, a big van take the seats out and just lay in back there. Take that's, me to Lawrence. That's right. With a six-pack of beer.
1: But be careful. You can have probably have one or two, but you need to make sure the alcohol will hit you hard after doing something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be able to drink six. I would probably have one, maybe two.
1: Yeah. There's a long... And storied history of uh, long bike rides and beer. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of the breweries, uh, a lot of the craft breweries like...
0: Oh, uh, yeah, they do those little, yeah, run brewery bike things. Right. You're a biker? I am a biker. Okay. Bicycle
1: rider. And, bicyclist? Uh, yes, bicyclist. I
0: guess that's what it would be, yeah. You, yeah. Guys are, uh, you guys are all cheaters. No. Yeah. But that's
1: okay. It's, it's the I'm culture. a cheater. I didn't, take any, I didn't take any drugs.
0: <laughs> I was listening to Lance Armstrong talk about, the, at least the Tour de France culture, how it's been, the cheating culture has been in that since it started. Like, they would used to have, like, fishing string or something hooked up to a car and then, like, a stick in their mouth while they would be holding it.
1: <laughs> and there were all sorts of things. Uh, there was uh, one guy that died because he was trying to increase his performance by taking amphetamines and he overheated heat stroked out
0: would that be cheating is taking amphetamines cheating it is now is it now yeah because it's the only because amphet- really
1: yeah it's a performance enhancing drug PED. even they, like adderall or something would that be considered yeah really yeah they test for all that stuff
0: wow i didn't
1: realize that that's like a
0: prescription i would figure they would let you use prescription you can get
1: um a what do they call it it's some kind of exception if you have to go through a rigorous procedure, but you can get some kind of exception. Chris Fram got tagged for that last year. He had some kind of exception, and they were taking issue with it, and I can't remember what it was for, mm-hmm. but it was for something. And so it was some drug that would normally be banned, but he was allowed to take it in certain dosages, and they would you know, test to make sure that he wasn't getting more than or taking more than what he was supposed to <laughs> and all this kind of stuff so you oh, can wow. get exceptions for some things and some conditions but yeah i think it's pretty few and far between yeah the team actually announced uh, this year that to their knowledge nobody on their team has any exceptions because of that controversy last year
0: oh, that was last year
1: yeah for last year say
0: viagra is a good performance a performance enhancer too isn't it
1: viagra uh-huh I don't know what the...
0: Because it opens up... Uh, your, well, your vasodilation,
1: blood. it's... Um, I don't know what the whether they consider that or not. I don't know. <laughs> There's a big, long list. It yeah. probably is banned because just about everything is banned. Really? So even if they can't actually test for it, mm-hmm. it's probably banned. Some of those things get out of your system super fast, so you'd have to just be caught right at the right time. Right. But... Um, I won't make excuses for Lance, but they do know that ninety nine out of the top one hundred writers in that period were doing some kind of Oh yeah,
0: they said that yeah, the first per- like the only the first person the guy that should have finished first or whatever was like hundred and second place or something like that on the Natch. Yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. It's like in the culture,
1: right? In that Tour de France culture you gotta cheat. Well the the grand tour. Thing where they're riding their bikes. I mean, think about that. You're riding over 100 miles a day for three weeks. That's with, insane. With two rest days. That's that's nuts. I usually 100 miles. How long does it take I, to do? I come back and go to sleep after <laughs> doing my 60 mile rides and take bet. a nap. So yeah, and then I usually don't ride the next day either. So how long does it take to do 100 miles for these guys? For those guys, they're doing 20 plus plus miles an hour so some of the like they're a really long stage this year the longest stage they were on the bike close to seven hours wow and you know they're but that's the longer 20 you know 20 plus wow i had no but idea there was at one point uh i was watching the other day and they were at the one of the packs was going at about 35 miles an hour holy
0: cow yeah that's pretty fast that's, That's really pretty fast. fast.
1: That was flat. That's not downhill. It was uh, on the team time trial for what was it? Twenty? I can't remember if it was twenty-seven k or twenty-seven miles. It wasn't super long, but nonetheless, yeah. I'm not sure. I've I don't think I've ever gone that fast on flat ground.
0: I'm trying to think, the fastest I've ever gone. I've gone pretty fast on rollerblades, holding onto a car. But I want to say that, that doesn't one. count. Yeah, well, yeah, do it and then tell me that. <laughs> when it, you're holding on it, to a car and it, going to about 25, it only
1: counts if you biff it. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: no, it's pretty nerve wracking. Your butthole's puckered up when you're holding on and going that fast.
1: It's, I don't know. I mean, it's scary. Yeah, well, I was going 50 downhill once. It was kind of oh, scary. Oh, that was scary. The, the yeah. front wheel starts oh. on the bike started kind of uh, shimmying a little bit it's like whoa,
0: whoa. oh and then if you hit just any little thing right yeah, it's over the road.
1: yeah it would have been ugly
0: so you're you definitely a big time athlete you've done all kinds of things in the working out and everything biking lifting you still lift now can you still I lift I still lift yeah. yeah
1: I still lift yeah Full, fully recovered I can my left side's just as good as my right side oh nice yeah so I actually tested it so wow. good to go yeah yeah, actually, even less of a decrement from right to left than one would normally have between right-handed and left-handed. Wow. Because I spent a lot of time. A <sighs> long, hard rehab, man.
0: <laughs> I'll re- yeah, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I, I fucked up my pinky. I dislocated my pinky a couple years ago. And it's still... I went to therapy for that, doing all kinds of little... And it's still jacked up. It still hurts. I can't do anything of that therapy with the cryo, could I? Yeah, really? you could. Really?
1: No, yeah, the spot cryo would help it. Okay. Might help, uh, probably help it feel better. You probably have some inflammation in there still. Mm-hmm. You I can definitely s- get some pain relief. Yeah, I mean, I can,
0: yeah. really. I, yeah, I'm going to try that then. You said I could do a squeeze and freeze. Yeah. What does that mean? I told people that too, and they gave me a funny look. I was okay, like, we'll, I like the sounds of this. Uh, freeze and squeeze. Freeze and squeeze. So yeah.
1: you do the... Cryo session, mm-hmm. and then you get out and you go do the Normatec sleeves. Okay, so they're uh, most people do the boots, but we also have arms. Okay. In fact, a lot of major league pitchers now are doing the the Normatec on their arm, their pitching arm, in between innings because it gets oh, really? inflammation out. You think about, you know, they're so crazy. They're throwing, and so they're building up inflammation in their, you know, from their basically mm-hmm. their elbow down, and so the guys are doing that. Uh, Chris Sale that the pitcher that he's kind of struggling this year but he yeah. was really good for the White Sox. He liked it so much he opened his own Oh yeah. Cryo Studio. Kind of like ours.
0: crazy what technology's doing to sports. It's just changing the game all these games so much. You know, so hard to even like especially when you look at baseball such a purest sport and you want to you know <clears throat> live back with like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and Jackie Robinson like that era. Mhm. But then you look at you know, these people doing the that Tech sleeve in between innings, like it's just such a two different it's, kinds it's of all human about, beings anymore. It's like change like technology is just changing. It's about everything.
1: incremental gains for, for those guys. You know, they're looking for that mm-hmm. you know, oh that for sure edge. and
0: longevity too for their career.
1: Right, for their career. Absolutely mm-hmm. anything you can do. I mean, they're making so much money now that uh, you know another season is uh, quite a bit and right. you know, plus obviously most of these guys really like to play and so you'd like to extend your playing career mm-hmm. so anything you can do that helps um, that was um, that's one of the reasons why I like that team Ineos on the, the UCI world team that's won the Tour de France for the last four years looks like they might win it again this year um, who is this? Team Eneos. They used to be Team Sky. Uh, who are they? I don't ever heard of It's them. a bike racing team. Okay. From uh, America? From Britain. Britain? Okay. So their whole thing is about incremental gains. And so they've done all these things to help guys recover. It was uh, So the number one thing you can do for recovery is sleep. Right. Get good sleep. Yeah. And so one of the things that they did was made sure that guys had the ability to sleep as best they can because the the ASO the the tour sponsor chooses where everybody gets the hotels that are all around so they don't necessarily get to choose their bed or that but they like had their own pillow they had their own you know stuff i think they were even bringing uh, portable air conditioners so the room oh, would yeah. be cool they were doing all sorts of things like that so that they could sleep as well as possible and recover they did things like um, I just love the incremental gains. They figured out guys were getting saddle sores because your uh, the bacteria on your skin is different from somebody else. And so when they washed all the biking stuff all altogether, all the germs would get mixed up because uh-huh. you can't get rid of all of them. So they wash everybody's stuff in a different washer. They have a van that's got eight different <laughs> washing machines, small washing machines, and they wash all the stuff differently. So The
0: saddle's the seat is that right right, right. why but not just change up why not have a whole bunch of seats however many days no are no it's
1: it's the you know you wear your bike shorts oh you're washing the bike shorts oh okay. you don't have a different bike short for every single day and you don't no? want to you wouldn't want to wear a brand new one anyway okay they need to get broken in just a little bit okay so so you're washing them you it's like a pair of jeans or a t-shirt that you wear that you really like you know yeah, okay. I gotcha. and, yeah. so Okay. You have those kinds of things. So they figured out that they were having basically cross-contamination because you couldn't get rid of all the bacteria. So they getting like jock itch and swamp ass all day, and they well, didn't you know what a, was going you a, on? Well, you get a sore. Yeah. And it, oh. And oh. Because of the friction. Right. Okay. And, um, you know, normally it may heal, may not, but the bacteria attacks it. And so mm-hmm. it turns into something that's serious. And, you know, a saddle sore while you're riding 150 miles is – Not fun. No, definitely cut your performance. So those incremental gains thing. And so that's the way I look at optimal wellness is it's an incremental gains thing. If it's something that if you adopt as a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. then it's going to help you incremental gains with your health span Mm -hmm. and also your performance. So what
0: would you suggest for, I don't know, somebody that just says, Hey, I want to optimize my life. What do I need to do? Everything like, Here's the kind of diet I need. Here's what kind of exercise this person should do with this kind of heat, heat spa, cold spa, all this kind of stuff. See, like, what would you kind of, do you have any kind of
1: So I go, like, go back to that. Number one is sleep. Yeah. There's nothing that. How many hours do people need? Eight? Around eight. Yeah. Some people need a little more. That's number one, huh? Very few people need less. Yeah. Um. So a consistent yeah. sleep time time to go to sleep and the more consistent you can make that the better it is.
0: That's the most important. That's the hardest one. People don't want to do that one.
1: So it clears your lymph system. It, there's a, it's called a glimpse system. It's like a lymph system in your brain that clears out proteins out of your brain. All of that stuff oh, wow. works while you're asleep. You build the most muscle while you're asleep. All the, all that stuff. It just is amazing. It is the number one thing. And <laughs> if you think about it, um, why else would people need to sleep a third of their day unless it was super important <laughs> you know the the way we're put together is not particularly dumb you know it's right. there's usually something for for everything right and so that reason why we need to sleep need is it. is that clearance and the help your you know your brain kind of resets you make memories you know you imprint them it clears out the the metabolites out of your brain clears the metabolites out of your body, you know. It's kind of a reboot every day. So every day, wow. Sleep is incredibly important. So that's that's number one. I that's think the
0: hardest one for that people. Is,
1: that is the hardest one, especially in our day and age. Right. The, the blue light and the yeah. You know, I do. I wear a sleep mask. I put really? in earplugs. Yeah, I'm big on sleep hygiene. So, um, yeah, I think it's just super. How important. old are you? Can I ask? I am 62. Damn. Wow.
0: Yeah, you certainly don't don't look like a typical <laughs> sixty two year old at all. Well. You're glowing. Are you wearing makeup? I am not wearing makeup. You look you should look like your mirror look at you. Guys, this guy's a dime piece at sixty two. Unbelievable. It shows that
1: you're working and doing all this stuff. So sleep. Get that sleep. Get the sleep. Okay. And then I think the number two thing is diet. That's a lot harder because people respond to different Mm-hmm. and I'm not using di- yeah and I'm using diet as a uh, more in the term of way of eating right that your way of eating some people responded differently it, it has to do with genetics and mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of things so that one's much more difficult but you know some people a lot of people don't respond well to a plant based diet mm-hmm. you know vegetarian vegan kind of thing some people don't we're not supposed to be vegetarians I don't I think there are some people that can do it, and it's okay. Yeah. And uh, I think it, part of it, it has to do with your genetics, but I think that for most people, uh, protein, not plant protein, you know, animal protein mm-hmm. is is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kind of plant protein or animal protein you get is also really important. Right. So there are lots of things about that. You know, some people just don't do well some people do better on a high fat diet i did a 23 and me thing oh, It nice. said that uh i think it said
0: i want to do that
1: yeah you should it's pretty cool yeah um the, all the heritage stuff is kind of cool too yeah that's
0: what i'm but, i'm curious about I'm, yeah i'm curious about so much of that stuff what's your what did anything surprise you like shock you heritage wise or anything wise no
1: not no not really i have a pretty good Background on my heritage: one of my aunts was really into the the whole genealogy thing, and so she's got it tracked like way, way, way back. So we have a really good idea about where all the genes came from. Cool. So, very, very uh, Central European. Okay. All the uh, Irish men went, uh, got exiled to France and married French women. Oh yeah, and eventually (laughs) came over to (laughs) the U.S. That's cool. So. Yeah, it's pretty homogenous, Gene wise. So it said that, you know, um, high fat was okay, Um, probably not the carnivore diet for me, where if you were more like way northern European, Mm -hmm. that would be something that would probably be uh, better. Although, you know, everybody's got so many different inputs for their genes these days, you don't really know. But that's one of those things you just kind of need to you got to try it out yeah try it out you know get blood tested I know that sounds weird but you know you test what how your blood is doing for the minerals and the right. the vitamins and stuff like that so yeah it's pretty difficult but you can I think you can make a good stab at it most of the time you know hey I ate that and that didn't really agree with me right you know just uh, just take a common case like some people you know beans really bother some people they don't right so you would say if they you know if they cause you gastric distress mm-hmm. shall we say then probably not the best thing for stay you to base here. yeah well or do it every once in a while okay you know so there's that mm-hmm. and obviously um i mean they're the normal processed things that you should stay away from and
0: oh yeah if you can't pronounce it don't eat it yeah so. Or shop on the out, outskirts but, of the grocery store. But right?
1: diet is um, you know, super important. So sleep, diet, and then exercise. Okay. Moving of some kind. Um, you know, the more you can do, uh, mm-hmm. I follow a guy, Dr. Peter Tia, He's got a great podcast, by the way. And he has this idea of the uh, um, centenary... Uh, he called it decathlon, but he said there are actually more than ten things. But the centenary Olympics. So <laughs> okay. if you tar- are targeting, hey, I want to be able to do this when I'm 100 years old, uh-huh. you know, get up off the floor, hold a great grandbaby, you know, do those kinds of things, then he kind of tracks it back. And so, what would you do in your, you know, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s? What would you be able to do? What movements would you concentrate on? Okay. Uh, and uh, so, one of the biggest ones is the posterior hip chain.
0: Okay, what's it's that? all your
1: backside stuff. Okay. You know your glutes, your hamstrings, your calves. Yeah. Um, your lower back, all of that. A lot because of that's, ignored muscles. That's they're often ignored, but super important in mm-hmm. locomotion and being able to get up off the floor. You know, one of one of the big okay. risks when you get older is falling. Right. Well, a lot of that is locomotion and uh, posterior hip chain stuff. Wow. Um, usually, it's not your quads. It's not the usually the front side that suffers. But especially sitting as much as we do, the backside mm-hmm. suffers.
0: Yeah, who thinks so, of that? You never so think deadlifts, yeah.
1: split squats, you know, walking lunges, you know, all those kinds of things. Are, um, I do front foot elevated split squats, rear foot elevated split squats, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, working on that bottom position um, of being able to squat down, mm-hmm. you know, like all the way down. Right. Yeah, so... You know, that's another one of those things that, uh, you know, you want to keep that ability as you get older. And you notice there are a lot of people that do it. Once again, you, you know, your hamstrings get tight from sitting, all that kind of stuff. So it makes it harder and harder. So that's... I really like that concept. And so that's, yeah. I didn't really have it quantified like that, but that was, you know, something that I knew, hey, this is really important. If I want to, you know, be able to keep active, I'm going to, you know, have to work on certain muscle groups.
0: Is so that why you do a lot of biking?
1: I do biking, but I also do lift a lot of functional lifts and okay. some other things. So um, you know, I'm doing, uh, I do some TRX stuff. I do, you know, like I said, I talked about of the other stuff I you know I'll push sleds <laughs> really um, yeah wow you know leg presses man look pull at downs you. you know cool rows and stuff man. like that I love the rowing machine along with the bike
0: That's, I just did the rowing machine I just started going back to the gym last week and the first I've I've never actually I say going back to the gym this is the first time I've ever gone to a gym and joined a gym I'm super intimidated I don't know what I'm doing Like I won't even I'll walk by the bench I want All I want to do is use the bench But I'm just so intimidated I just walk by I'm afraid to go to it You do you man Do you (laughs) I try to Run your own race (laughs) I've been I'm slowly working up to it It took me long You should have seen the steps It took me just to even get To the gym to sign up Like I can I'll go run outside all day Like I can strap shoes on And just start running the people that are going to watch you and judge you, you shouldn't care about
1: them anyway. It's Yeah,
0: I don't, it's not that. It's, just, I, it, it, maybe it is, I don't know what it is, but there's just something in me. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm an idiot because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't want to, I guess I, maybe, it, I guess it probably is me. I feel like I'm going to look stupid. I just got to get over that fear of looking stupid. You know, just ask stupid. somebody
1: that's lifting or, you know, most of the gyms will give you some coaching if you yeah. ask them because they want you to come back. Right. And so they want you to use their equipment and yeah. use their stuff. So, well, I set up
0: a, yeah, I set up a meeting for Monday. Cool. So, so learn some basic lifts. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I was yeah. I did the first thing I did. I was like, oh, a rowing machine. I've done that once before. I can do that. So I just I'm, my shoulders are still sore. And that there's was like actually a technique ago.
1: to rowing machine. You should go. Uh, you can YouTube it. There's lots of good videos about rowing technique. Yeah, proper technique. You're probably not but doing it. Right. Rowing is a great, great one because of the full body aspect of it mm-hmm. you're doing you're working your arms your legs your back yeah every, you it know, felt great everything so it felt good I often warm up with a row of about 500 meters
0: oh I didn't look I just did like six minutes of pretty
1: hard rowing yeah about 27 28 beats per minute is what you're looking for Okay, un- unless you're going flat out
0: yeah yeah I wish you lived closer
1: man I like to work out <laughs> with you every day
0: Get, um, get me shredded.
1: Oh, uh, I, you know I'm not big on building large amounts of muscle mass because that's actually. Oh, not I don't want to get big.
0: huge. I just want to get in shape. So I, yeah, back in shape so I can be functionally fit to not, you know, like I said, so I can go a mile and a half, two miles deep with all of my tree stand and bow and there you go, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like the ancients, able mm-hmm. to do your. Your survival stuff. I try. Yeah, they didn't really uh, spend a lot of time trying to get big or huge or whatever. They just went. And they didn't have
0: enough. They didn't have the resources for it, really. Probably
1: lifting rocks and stuff.
0: Well, I mean, like, like nutritional wise, like I don't know, did they have enough to get enough? Did they have enough protein to eat enough protein all the time to build that big muscle? A lot of them. I mean, I guess what I, I guess what I'm thinking, like, yeah, I guess some of them probably did, right? Yeah. Absolutely, different parts of the world. Native Americans, not so much. You don't ever think of any. Well, any they had giant. buffalo. Yeah, but th- were there any shredded Indians? You think Native Americans? Uh-oh. Well,
1: they were probably all shredded in the fact that they were. I mean, like, were there
0: any like big buff like I Icelandic Nordic
1: type? No, you I don't know think so. Like, but they <laughs> have a that, that's a different body type, right? So, uh, this was so funny. yeah. So many different types. But you see the Indians in the old pictures, and mm-hmm. you know a bunch of them are. Oh,
0: they're in shape yeah
1: they're they're in good shape. shape and they're they're not fat not at all so you know they were able to do what they needed to do mm-hmm. mostly in that yeah. age it was mm disease mm-hmm. disease was the big killer it wasn't these well, a, these uh, diseases of aging like we have like cancer alzheimer's yeah. parkinson's all those things those are those are aging things
0: wonder if they did they have that though they probably you think they still had most
1: of them didn't live long enough to get that no yeah it's um these kinds of things are what we call in engineering uh, on a bathtub curve if you think of the bathtub it's a very steep slope at the beginning okay and then it flattens out at a really low level and Mm -hmm. at the end it ramps way up again so if you're dying in that bottom part you're not going to get very many diseases, did they have cancers? Yeah. Did they have other things? Because those are, you know, are growth abnormalities. Were there people that had, you know, maybe early onset Parkinson's? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Okay. They might not have recognized it, but yeah, they're, you'll get those, but they're at a low level, and it's at the end of life that those aging things happen. Okay. You know, and they're almost always growth-related. You know, cancer is a growth-related issue, um parkinson's I'm not sure about, but some of these other things are growth related issues How long? Ab- abnormal growth, but growth related.
0: How long do you think we can uh get someone to live? What do you think the oldest person we can get with just sleep, exercise, every kind of technology you know outside of uh you know cyborg type stuff, but you know stem cells and All that stuff. 120s. Think 120s. Yeah. You don't think we can get to 150?
1: I don't know. I think that's old. I don't think that. um, You know, once again, there's going to be a distribution just because people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. But yeah, will some people? Will somebody live to 150? Uh, I think it's possible.
0: That's what I'm saying. You think there's like it's got to be some kind of crazy Russian scientist? But there's also a certain amount of
1: luck in that too.
0: Like that, what if you think they would do something like that? Like, do some like trials of like, we're going to focus on this group of people and try and get them to live, how long we can get them to live,
1: and just keep them like that's a really long study, dude. It is,
0: <laughs> but I mean, look at some of these cultures that they don't mind doing long. You know I mean, that's what science is. All science is is long studies.
1: Um, most, stu- of, most of it is, yeah. Uh, th- th- so, they have a it's the IRB, the something review board that has to sign off on all these studies Oh, well, i'm talking mind. about
0: the places where they don't really care about that some chinese places where they're already doing some pretty like the, shady stuff with like
1: the gene editing and yeah that some of that stuff. yeah
0: CRISPR. well i guess CRISPR's not too too crazy but like i think they're getting a little crazy with it over there changing the genes
1: and yeah i'm not sure we know exactly what they're right. doing but
0: I just wonder if there's like a lab where they could, you know, know maybe, have you a know, person it, and just make that person live till 150 or more.
1: Like, I'm not them, sure I'd want to be that person. That's awfully regimented. I think I, I wouldn't want to be that person either. To, to uh, never drink a beer. Or, you know. Oh yeah, it'd have to be a monk, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I I don't know that there's a you know nef- necessarily a huge incremental. Um, issue by, you know, having a, a beer or something, you know, a couple right. times a week. But, you know, if there is, I think there's an enjoyment factor. You know, what right. is it to live to 150 if uh, your life if sucks? Right, right. If
0: I can't smile and <laughs> there's get... There's no enjoyment right.
1: whatsoever. Yeah. And that's, you sad know, life I,
0: if you can't try a beer every
1: now and then. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy drinking a beer with my friends and, you know discussing things and Mm -hmm. you know the idea is not to just go get lit up but you know just uh not anymore (laughs) It's when you're younger right
0: i couldn't afford to do it when i was younger (laughs) no you're probably too busy studying engineering and and
1: no i was broke i was broke in college i was um where'd you go to college texas a&m okay Aggies? Aggies. There you go. Yeah, I was broke. I was on a uh, ROTC scholarship, and oh, sure. I didn't have any money at all. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was difficult. I could – the dollar pitcher night was about all I could have. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was the guy that was always eating in the dining hall because I was on the meal plan and couldn't afford to go out <laughs> That's eat. college
0: life. You did it right now.
1: Look at you, though. Well, I, yeah, I survived that, so – Maybe despite all of that, yeah, but, yeah, trying to, you know, been concentrating on good habits for a while. I've been, you know, conscious about eating and, you know, vitamins and levels like that for, yeah, for quite actually a long time. I started. Yeah, I think I really started when I was in the when I was in the Marines because I knew I was doing enough things that were not necessarily. You're an exceptional person.
0: It. I mean, to be a Marine and then to be a pilot, I mean, you're obviously obviously, an exceptional human
1: being. Exceptional or maybe touched or crazy or something. Who knows? I think they
0: all go together sometimes, right? Like, at least they're neighbors.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you look at lots of super successful people and they've got their little weird things. Yeah. Maybe they just stand out <coughs> more because they're more notable. But
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh,
1: I really try hard not to be weird.
0: I haven't gotten any weird vibe off you. Cool. Definitely, right. definitely <laughs> inspirational. I mean, to, I mean, because I, I, I'm trying to stay fit too, because I'm about to be forty, and uh, you know, my biggest thing is my back, my lower back just pisses me off. I mean, it's in pain every day, and I'm just trying to do things. Just, just I just know I'm gonna have to deal with it, so I'm trying to do everything I can to make the, at least the rest of my body to. Keep going. I want to be looking like you when I'm 62 and be able to hang out with my kids and grandkids and all that stuff. You know, just
1: well, you got to take care of your back. And so, if you're going to do lifting, you need to make sure that you're doing everything in proper form. And Mm -hmm. you know, bulging discs can, uh, as the way the doctor explained it to me, is the circulation and stuff. As long as you're not continuing to injure it, um, we'll kind of wear it away like sandpaper. And so we'll. Um, wear the bulge away as long as you're not re injuring it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you take care of yourself. Everybody, pretty much everybody, has a, a bulge here and there mm-hmm. as time goes on just because we walk upright. And so gravity's right. always pulling Against down. Us, the, yeah. m- the man of gravity is always oppressing us. <laughs> but that's one of the reasons why um, the inversion table works well. And somebody explained to me, in fact, I think there's even a book or an article or something about why bats and things don't get like that don't get arthritis because they hang upside down I don't they're mammals yeah when I mentioned it to somebody that I did my inversion table a lot he's like well you know uh, he said well bats don't get arthritis I don't even know if that's true but it sounds yeah how would we know (laughs) I guess somebody studies it who knows (laughs) they're bat scientists
0: studying specifically to see if they get arthritis you know
1: (laughs) I wouldn't want their diet either, so, yeah.
0: Bugs. Just protein. It's a all lot of protein. F- right. some,
1: some bats just eat fruit. But oh, I, yeah. I don't think that's particularly good for people, just to eat fruit.
0: No, it's a lot of sugar.
1: A lot of sugar, a lot of insulin spikes. That's another thing. You want to minimize your insulin spikes as much as possible. Try to keep yeah. constant.
0: Inflammation is really the big thing that we need to stay away from. It's a huge In thing. all forms, right? It is, like It is the thing. It is, and everything creates it, it seems like. I mean, just so much food-wise, like, there's so much food, right, that causes, like,
1: well, even lifting inflammation. An, lifting and exercise create inflammation, but it's right. not, It's n- that's a good inflammation, but the, it's not that you get inflamed, it's that you have the ability to clear it. Okay. It's a cycle. So, you, you know, you'll do some kind of exercise, or you'll do something, or even, like, on your, you know, your walk or your thing in the forest where you're going after, mm-hmm. you know, you will get, you will generate inflammation and, and metabolic right. breakdowns. Okay. That's not the issue. The issue is clearing that out.
0: So the, and that's what the, uh, the cryo stuff is, is the biggest, cryo, is the best way to kind of clear it out.
1: It, it does clear it out. Okay. Cryo sauna, the infrared sauna, you know, those kinds of things, you know, mm-hmm. using the compression sleeves to help facilitate that lymph movement. Okay. To, squeeze that garbage out and get right. the groceries yeah. in. So, yeah, that's that's what it's about, getting the garbage out and the groceries in. There oh, are, yeah. and there are other things too. There you know, <laughs> electrical funny. stimulation and, right. and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, there's so much stuff you can do.
0: So, how do people is it like a gym membership? They pay a flat and, rate and they can come in and do this stuff or is it like, "Hey, I just want to do cryo Monday, Wednesday, Friday and and sauna too." Like, how do how does your kind of your your guys's spa work how does the spa work so Mm -hmm. we
1: do have uh, monthly memberships where you can come in you know once a day and come freeze Uh, most people like the flexibility of the packages so Mm -hmm. we sell a five pack or a 10 pack of cryo and you you know that lasts a year so if you come in 10 times during the year you know you get a significant break on the price okay but you, if you do come and freeze fifteen times in a month, then mm-hmm. that monthly membership actually makes more sense. But uh, I think it's uh, it has been difficult for a lot of people to see. Oh, you know, what if I miss a day? You know, but the you know, ten pack it takes a little bit of that pressure off. But right. We have a lot of people that come and you know, get a ten pack of cryo or a ten pack of Normatec or you know a ten pack of the sauna, and so they can uh, come in and they know that they've got that.
0: Is, yeah. Is there a lot of overhead? for this business other than i mean like
1: the cryo machine's expensive
0: but, but just, i mean like as soon as you buy that is it expensive to run and like keep going and maintain yeah, but, and well like, we have nitrogen like
1: liquid nitrogen is expensive okay um not much electricity involved but yeah liquid nitrogen we have to have that on hand mm-hmm. and, um there's you know tanks and that kind of stuff so yeah that's a that little sounds
0: bit sounds so science fictiony. <laughs> that's got to be cool for you i mean like you really are i mean well it, yeah. i I
1: guarantee you when we open the door and you walk out you'll f- you feel like beyonce because all the smoke comes <laughs> out of the, <laughs> the chamber with you and I've got a couple of cool videos of you know where we pulled the door open and let the 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 condensation spill out right kind of cool looking so, uh, yeah. and we got a really cool blue LED in there so it kind of makes it um very martini barish yeah. I guess.
0: Oh, that's the next thing, right? Throw a little bar in there. Uh,
1: bar? no, no, you can't, you can't uh, have alcohol and do the cryo. No, no, can't have alcohol and do the infrared sauna either, because oh, that would make sense. Risk of the de- dehydration, but okay, you don't want to, you don't, know, alcohol and cryo don't mix.
0: Yeah, I'm just being silly again. It's not a game. That's it's right. Just I is... won't let you
1: in. Well, we have to take it seriously. I mean, yeah, never, for sure. You know, uh, we recognize that there however slight it is there is a risk and we wouldn't want to injure any of our clients mm-hmm. and we, we want them to have a great experience because we know how good it is so we want to translate right. that to, to their experience as well so if we can have all this great stuff but if uh, somebody has a bad experience and doesn't want to come back then we're not really helping them right
0: are people are you seeing people constantly coming back is there a good retention of uh, Yeah, people come back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome we I mean, have that's and like
1: from from high school athletes to like I said the and they guys just keep the coming 80s, back. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean that's the we best. Have a, we have a guy that comes every Sunday to get his hip um, nice uh, localized. He cryo. keeps doing it
0: and it's working. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: He says he gets absolutely great pain relief for three days, and you know um, he lives. He's a farmer. He's out on a farm, so he kept, doesn't usually come into town except on Sundays, and so we see him every Sunday.
0: I got some people to tell. About this that are out in the uh, Lawrence area. Yeah,
1: got a a special for all the listeners too. Uh Oh,
0: listen up, people! We got a we got a special. Yeah, what do we Uh, got here?
1: uh, Well, uh, normally it's a twenty-five for your first-time freeze and squeeze, and we'll do it for twenty.
0: Ooh. For every,
1: every listener of the Neander Talk.
0: Yeah, baby. Five bucks off, guys. Five bucks off. How do they find it? Where do they go? I'll uh, Let's give you here the little floor here. Did you say whatever you want here?
1: Okay. So our website is www. Do we even need to say that anymore? I know, right? OptimalWellnessCryospa.com. All one word. And like I said at the beginning, all of our social is Optimal Wellness Cryo Spa. We have a YouTube channel where our, our wellness videos go up. Uh, there's also a What to Expect Cryo uh, video that I did and a little blurb about the infrared sauna and nice. some other stuff. Um, we post specials and information and all sorts of stuff on Instagram and Facebook. So Facebook, uh, you know, like we had a Facebook event for the wellness seminars that we've had. We've had a a chiropractor come and talk about essential oils in nice, yeah. recovery we had a, a functional medicine doctor come and talk about using ultrasound and um, IVs for recovery and then uh, last Saturday we had the CBD guy CBD of Lawrence he came and talked we've got an acupuncturist lined up a massage therapist lined up and uh, we're gonna we're negotiating with a doctor to have them come in and talk about blood tests that you should be getting that you probably don't get from your primary care physician that you should ask for. Oh, cool. So we're um, <clears throat> pretty serious about the wellness thing and, right. and trying to make it available for everybody because it's not always the easiest to find. I know I did quite a bit of research, so no i like to share that with with people. There's no sense. Information isn't any good if I keep it all to myself
0: man i appreciate you coming on here and sharing your uh, wealth of information so, for us and uh
1: 4931 west 6th street in lawrence uh, suite 112 and so um we'd yeah love, we'd love to see you we'd come in and give you a tour oh yeah i'm gonna come up see there everything yeah
0: i will come up there i will put the stuff in the show notes again people uh normally 25 bucks for the squeeze and f- freeze and squeeze it's gonna be 20 bucks for Neanderthal listeners uh, damn, thank you so much. Can I get a fist bump? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, bang, boom. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Thanks.